halfway to St. Patrick's Day 2019 on the Pub Songs Podcast. It's time for the Pub Songs Podcast, Celtic and geek music and news from Mark Gunn, the Celt Father, reimagining pub life at pubsong.net. Grab a pint, slancha. Welcome to the Pub Songs Podcast, the virtual public house for Celtic geek culture. My name is Mark Gunn, and I am a Celtic geek musician and your guide to honoring our past and adapting for our p- future. Today's show is brought to you by my Gunrunners on Patreon. Your generous pledge of $5 per month allow me to create music, podcasts, and my weekly video show, Coffee with the Celt Father. I thank you so much 
for your support. Now, you may not realize it, but there are timestamps in the show notes of each episode. So if there's a song you enjoy, you can easily listen to it over and over again. If you don't like it, skip to the next song. I'm pretty sure this feature works in most podcatchers. So we kicked off the show with Gypsy Rover from yours truly and Jamie Hauser, Mark Gunn and Jamie Hauser from RCD, How America Saved Irish Music. Since uh, it is halfway to St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, uh, that is uh, September 17th, 2019, I thought it'd be a good time to put out an episode uh, dedicated to the Celtic music. And of course, since I also host the Irish and Celtic music podcast, that makes it really easy. So we're going to play music from the Gothard sisters. This is from their album, Midnight Sun. It is Rosemary and Heather. Yeah. 
tell you a story what happened to me One day as I went down to your by the sea The sun it was bright and the day it was warm Says I a quite pipe wouldn't do me no harm I went in and I called for a bottle of stout Says the barman I'm sorry all the beer is sold out Try whiskey or patty ten years in the wood Says I I'll try cider I've heard that it's good A never, a never, a never again If I live to a hundred or a hundred and ten I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up After drinking a quarter of that Johnny jumped up After downing a third I went out on the yard Where I bumped into Brody, the big civic guard Come here to me boy! Don't you know I'm the law? When he opened me fist and I shattered his jaw Well he fell to the ground with his knees doubled up But it wasn't I hit him, it was Johnny jump up And the next thing I remember down in Yorba the say Was a cripple on crutches and says he took me I'm afraid for me life, I'd be hate by a car Won't you help me on down to the railwayman's bar After downing a pint of that cider so sweet When he threw down his crutches and danced on his feet Never, a never, a never again If I live to a hundred or a hundred and ten I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up After drinking a curta that Johnny jumped up Well I went to the Lee Road A friend for to see They call it the madhouse in Cork by the Lee And when I got there, sure the truth I would tell Tell him I'm not mad It was only a supper of that bottle I had I'll never, I'll never, I'll never again If I live to a hundred or a hundred and ten I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up At the drink in a quarter that Johnny jumped up In the mines by the name of McNabb They washed him and laid him outside on the slab And after the coroner's measurements to take When his wife took him home to a bloody fine wake About twelve o'clock and the beer it was high And the court sat up and he says with a sigh I can't get to heaven, they won't let me up Till I bring them a quart of that Johnny jump up A neighbor, a neighbor, a neighbor again If I live to a hundred or a hundred and ten I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up the drink and a quart of that Johnny jump up I'll never, I'll never, I'll never again If I live to a hundred or a hundred and ten I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up After drinking a quart of that Johnny jump up
After the Gothard Sisters was the Brobdingnagian Nagian Bards with our own rendition of Johnny Jump Up. That was uh, from our, our album Gullible's Travels. Then came the Selkie Girls with Why Should I Have a Long Time Traveling. Now, we are just six months away from St. Patrick's Day. That's, of course, the biggest holiday of all Celtic musicians, even us fringe Celtic geeks, geek musicians like myself. So I wanted to share a few resources that you can find out more about. Of course, uh, halfway to St. Patrick's Day is not just six months. It was actually originally it was like Arthur's Day. And a few years back, I think 2009, it became halfway to St. Patrick's Day and a celebration of Celtic. Another opportunity to celebrate Celtic culture and music. So I have a couple of articles on the website, how to celebrate halfway to St. Patrick's Day and the top 10 halfway to St. Patrick's Day songs. You're going to find all the links to this in uh, show number 187 of the Pub Songs podcast. There's also links to the last one I did. I did another halfway to St. Patrick's Day episode. Uh, in a couple years back, it's show number 160 and also on show 107. I think that one was in 2011. And also in 2011, I started the St. Patrick's Day podcast, which was a very short, uh, it was a, a thematic, short lived podcast, uh, meaning I, I didn't plan to do it more than six months. And it's still up there. There's a lot of great music um, that you can check out. Uh, you'll find a link again in the show note and how you can subscribe. And then, of course, the Irish and Celtic Music Podcast has four Halfway to St. Patrick's Day episodes. I didn't do one this year, but that's okay. You Again, links in the show notes, but show number 325, 275, 224, and 145. If you want more, go to my website. There's also St. Patrick's Day Music. I have a whole website dedicated to it including more podcasts, videos, free Irish music downloads, and more. So go check all that out. Next up is Gwendolyn Snowden with The Next Market Day from her album Three Strand Braid. A maid going to comber her markets to learn To sell for her mommy three hanks of fire She met with a young man along the Young damsel to dally and stray. Come sit you beside me, I mean you no harm. Sit you beside me, this new tune to learn. Here is three guineas, your mommy to pay, and lay by your yarn till the next market day. They sat back together, the grass it was green. This day was the fairest that ever was seen. The look in your eyes beats a morning in May. You could sit by your side till the next market day.
It was on a dreary New Year's Eve As the shades of night came down A lorry load of volunteers Approached a border town There were men from Dublin and from Cork From Manna and Tyrone And the leader was a Limerick man Shone south of Gary Owen And as they moved along the street Up to the barracks door They scorned the danger they would face The fate that lay in store They were fighting for old Ireland's cause To claim their very own And the foremost of that gallant band Was south of Gary Own But the sergeant foiled their daring plan He spied them through the door Then the rifles and the sten guns fired A hail of death did pour And when that awful night had passed Two men lay cold as stone There was one from near the border And one from Gary Owen No more he'll hear the seagulls cry Or the murmuring Shannon's tide For he fell beneath a northern sky Brave Hanlon by his side He has gone to join that gallant band Of Plunkett, Pierce and Tone Another martyr for old Ireland was south of Gary Owen. Another martyr for old Ireland was south of Gary Owen.
Her spirit will hate her The flower married My brother traitor And you will expose His puppet behavior For you are the proof Of how we betrayed Gwendolyn Snowden came Brendan Lockery from his album To Those Who Fell, that was Sean South, and then came Heatherdale with Mordred's Lullaby. That's a, the first track that I ever heard from her, although this is a new recording from uh, her album. Her, um, that's not quite the word I'm looking Her um, soundtrack, Avalon. She has an album uh, called Avalon, and she had done a musical. And I believe that's part of the soundtrack. Maybe actually, actually, I think there's a live version too that she also put out, which has all these uh, King Arthur, Arthurian songs and such. So it's really, really cool. Check it out. Now, I do occasionally want to chat with you. I did this recording that I'm about to do called Inclusion versus Exclusion uh, from traditional Irish music to folk circles. I'm going to share that with you right now. Inclusion, not exclusion. This is something that's long been on my mind. And I think I probably talked about it on one of my podcasts in the past too, but I, I'm a firm believer in inclusion. When I set up the Irish and Celtic Music Podcast years ago, uh, I, I had had an interview, a talk to this guy who was a traditional Irish musician, and he said, you know, this is Irish music. And I was like, I don't, you, your limited definition of what Celtic music is, is not good enough. It's just not good enough for me. And, I learned a lot, and I'm grateful for him for that, uh, his insight. I learned a lot about Celtic music, but I, I realized I wanted inclusion, not exclusion, as much as possible. You know, there's always going to be some. But this got me thinking about 
uh, a couple conversations that I had recently. So one was on Facebook and a uh, Filker. So if you're not familiar with Filk, again, it's the music of fandom, of sci-fi conventions and fandom in general, whatever it is. Um, but he, he's a Filker and he was talking about Dragon Con and uh, the cool things that were happening there. And someone on his post said, I will never go to a convention where a music, where a, an actor or musician is, or artist is getting paid to be there. And I, I took offense to that. And I, I was a little shocked by myself because I, I know in the past I've never taken offense to this. But I think, I think one of the reasons it, it got under my skin was uh, uh, because it, it was about exclusion. It reminded me of the, the Filker community and the challenges in the Filk community. And, and part of it is is that, you know, so a Filk circle is where a whole bunch of musicians gather in a circle and they everyone gets a chance to, to share. Now that's the, the open circle everyone gets it. Sometimes they'll have like a, a featured Filk circles and usually like the, the professional Filkers will get it will get their chance to play and the others just everyone else just listens um which i'm not as keen on i like the open folk circle where everyone gets a chance to be involved um but it reminded me that that in filk there's you know the dragon con is an exception to the rule when it comes to the filk uh, music world because the track is built around professional musicians it's uh, it's not amateur musician filkers. It's professionals. You know the the ones who are doing something, making a living with making filk music. Years ago, I was in a in a on a panel with Leslie Fish, who was like one of the premier. Uh, if she's not, she's in the filk hall of fame, <laughs> and uh, but she's uh, one of the premier filkers. And she was like, "Oh, you can't make a living with with filk," which I was like. I'm making a living with Filk. How can you say that? <laughs> you know, uh, and it struck me at the time. I was a little bit um, shocked by her statement, and realized that there are people who just want Filk music to be amateurish, and for musicians not to to necessarily make money. They just create for creation's sake, which is a thing in art. That's, that goes back to the whole artist. Uh, dialogue, you know, are you an artist? Do you create for creation's sake, or do you create uh, to get paid? Or some of us can do both. Um, I remember talking to Randy of the Rogues, and I was asking him uh, how it was being a full time musician on the road, and he said, "Wow, it's it's hard. It's really difficult being there with with all all these for these musicians." Uh, e. J. Jones of of a clandestine others, he said the same thing. It's it's difficult. It's difficult to, you know, be on the road as a professional musician, and uh, and and I realize just that that's it's it's true. You know, it's difficult. You know, sometimes some people want to you know do the art aspect and just create, and I I love to create, but I also like to get paid if if possible uh, for my creation. Um, and that's a challenge. So this guy, you know, is saying, I don't want musicians to be paid. It, it got under my, my skin. I was like, you know, it's difficult enough in this day and age, and any age. I mean, uh, you can't say streaming is any different than 
10, 20 years ago, people were saying the same thing. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough making a living as a musician. But it's just as difficult now, now that, uh, you know, the CD is the main product of, of musicians for the, you know, uh, sale, sales of, 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 uh, merch, of CDs or music has been the primary focus of the music business for a long time, 100 years of some sort. It went from, you know, I think he started off with sheet music and went into uh, vinyl records, then uh, eight tracks, cassettes, um, CDs, um, digital downloads. It, that's, that's how music has pr- continued to be uh, produced. And for musicians to make money is largely through the sales of whatever they have. Now we have streaming, and streaming pays 0.05 cents. It's like a you know half half a cent uh, per stream is how much you get paid, and I think that's a, a respectable amount if you're doing um, if you're focusing on streaming. That's that's you know business wise, it makes sense. You know, MP3.com years ago used to pay you know a, like a penny a download or something like that. It could, could get uh, pretty. Make make pretty money. There's one month when uh, the heyday I was making uh, two thousand dollars a month on MP3.com between uh, for the bards to split. We thought about quitting our jobs, and then of course the financial model just wasn't viable, and it crashed and burned. Um, but half a cent, uh, while I consider it respectable for a stream. It is not respectable in that, you know, for a musician to make a living. You know, it takes 4,000 streams for a musician to equate, equal the same amount that a musician would make selling a CD. We have to find new things to sell. And so it's more difficult. It's more difficult than ever to make a living as a musician. And this guy wanted to exclude those of us who were making a living as musicians, um, and and it's common in the folk circles and in, uh, in folk community too. There's there's a certain thing that you want, you know. While there's a, a generosity that is frequent in in the folk circle community, there's there's a lot of generosity. Don't get me wrong, um, but there's also a you know this is us. It's about us. It's about the community, which is great. I love that. But, you know, when you have someone like this saying, you know, I'm not going to support any, you know, music if they're going to be making money off of it, I'm that it just it upset me, I got to say. Um, but it also struck home that it was very similar to the Irish community, the Irish sessions in particular. Uh, Irish sessions, most Irish sessions are closed sessions. You do have some that are open, meaning they, you are welcome, uh, open session is everyone is welcome to come play. Now they say that, but it's not entirely true. <laughs> um, you know, usually there's uh, a format. Um, Shannon Heaton of the Irish Music Stories podcast and musician, she's a musician as well, and, and she has uh, did a, cu- a couple episodes. I'll see if I can find a link to one in the show notes. Uh, to uh, an episode that she did, which was talking about the Irish music session and how it worked, because it's there's a lot of of history that goes into it. You know, there's a protocol. You, you don't go in like, for instance, one 
the things, uh, the conversations I had when, uh, so I was at the, the panel for the, uh, for my Irish and Celtic music podcast, part of the digital media track at Dragon Con. And this wonderful woman comes up and she says, Hey, you're lo- you're new to the Atlanta area. Welcome. Very open, very um, inclusive. I was like, I want you to come join us at some Irish sessions. She then puts me in touch with some folks on uh, Facebook uh, who are running Irish sessions, and they're like, "Mm, no thanks. (laughs) What? Inclusion? No, no, that's exclusion. And and it, it, it upset me a little bit. But only insofar as I, I knew it was going to happen. I mean, because, I, again, I had had that talk years ago with uh, my friend who, who was saying this is how what Celtic music is. And there's a general idea that this this is, you know, Celtic music is not Adrian von Ziegler um, or, or Enya. That is not what Celtic music is. It is the traditional music of the Celtic nations. Um we won't go into details because there's a lot of hypocrisy, I think, in that phrase and how that phrase is, is thrown around. But it, it struck me, they, 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 they were sitting there and they're saying, no, you, we don't really want you a part of it. But, and because, number one, I play an auto harp. Number two, because I say I play Celtic music, which is a no-no in the trad community. Uh, number three, because I use the name Celtfather. Um, so I did respond, and I was I was very um, uh, civil and polite because I understand the community uh, well enough to know that you know I play an auto harp. They probably don't want me in there. Sure, no one's going to hear an auto harp because it's the quietest instrument around. Um, but that that's beside the point. It's a primarily a rhythm instrument. They don't know how well I good I am at playing melody tunes because most of uh, the Irish sessions are about instrumental uh, tunes, um, uh, melodies, and such. So you know I I can appreciate all of that, but it strikes me again as it, it bothers me in so in that it is uh, exclusion instead of inclusion. And I am all about inclusion. I think uh, I, I want to see, you know, everyone get a chance. What I loved about, love about Filk's circles is that everyone, a typical Filk circle, everyone gets a chance to sing a song. They all get to park, perk up and sing a song of whatever uh, moves them. And I love that. That's a beautiful thing. I love uh, traditional Irish music um, with uh, high-flying tunes and such. Um, and I like to play along. No, I, I'm not that good at playing traditional Irish tunes. I'm a, mostly a singer. But nevertheless, uh, I, like, I like the inclusion. I like that, that you know, this woman invited me to come uh, play with him. It was just an open heart an open desire to to uh include and i think that's an important thing in uh and in, in everything in life and <laughs> the way things run in the world is generosity it's about generosity you know i i find it uh, amusing you know I, I started the irish and celtic music podcast yes i started it for selfish reasons because i wanted to promote my music 
I haven't done that nearly uh, as much. Uh, in fact, I've mostly have done uh, spend most most of my time promoting other bands, and that's my goal is to help independent Celtic musicians be heard. It's a my my goal is a generous one. It's to it's to openly kindly give, even if it doesn't affect me. Now, fortunately, yes, uh, nowadays it, it, it does. Um, one of the reasons I can do it is thanks to Patreon. But but that's not how it began, and that's not the reason it's been going for 14 years. That started, uh, in, what, five years ago when Patreon actually started. But for 14 years, it was, or 10 years before that, it was going strong. And will continue to, because uh, that's it's what I love. I like I love the music, and I love helping artists. I love helping people, and helping people to uh, to grow. Um, and I like the inclusion. I'm I'm excited. So and so on the unhappy note, I guess uh, the the woman who invited me to a session, she we talked a little bit, and at some point we might end up creating a Celtic geek. Uh, Celtic Filk circle where people can. It's she. 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 She lamented at one point that she was not uh, the in the Filk circle that she wasn't that they weren't happy about her playing an instrument during the session, their Filk circle. And so I want something that includes both. I want something that uh, you could have a, a someone singing a, a song of their own creation doesn't have to be Celtic or in comes some fiddle music. And, of course, everyone can join in to play along. Something that happens at a lot of uh, jam sessions that I've done at the Renaissance Festivals. So uh, that's that's something I hope might come to fruition in the near future, which means I'll be getting out to be a part of that as well. So inclusion, not exclusion. Try to think about that if you, if you get a chance. Just think about that in your own life. Are you including people generously? kindly with love and uh, affection alright let's get back to the music travel with Celtic Invasion vacations every year I take a small group of Celtic music fans on the, a relaxing adventure of a lifetime we don't see everything instead we stay in one area we get to know the region through its culture history and legends you can join us with an auditory and a visual adventure through podcasts and videos 2020 is the origins of Celtic Invasions. You can find more details about this trip at CelticInvasion.com. It has not officially been released, so the dates actually might be changing. I apologize, but it seems like it's necessary. Of course, this show is not just about um, Celtic music. It is geek music as well, and the double clicks are on my playlist a lot right recently. So this is from their album Dimitridon. Dimitridon, it is On We, On We Go. My girls also love singing this song. <laughs> Here's the double clicks. You don't like people and you don't want to go But your friends are here and you forgot to say no So put on mascara so you look awake Try to be social till you need a break There is no reason this shouldn't be fun There's excitement 
Or you could just cry, your friends are happy and you are bitter Getting jealous when you look at Twitter You don't want to shower so you stay in bed Refresh your mail and get in your head Try to get motivated, tell yourself lies Like you would be happy if you got exercise It's the weekend, you should see your friends Anyone, anywhere Should you go out, or should you stay
was gentleman, born of decent people. people. He built a church in Dublin town and on it put a steeple. steeple. His father was a Gallagher, his mother was a Brady. Brady. His aunt was on O'Shaughnessy, his uncle was a Grady. Brady. The Whitlow Hills are very high and so's the hills of Nisa. There's a hill that's higher still, that's higher than the Bowser. From the top of this high hill, St. Patrick preached a sermon. sermon. He chased the frogs into the bogs and banished all the vermin. vermin. Patrick was a gentleman, born of decent people. people. He built a church in Dublin town and on it put a steeple. steeple. His father was a Gallagher, his mother was a Brady. Brady. His aunt was on O'Shaughnessy, his uncle was a Grady. Grady. And not a mile in Aaron's Isle, the dirty vermin musters. musters. Patrick's been with his foot and murdered them in clusters. clusters. Rugs went pop, the toes went plop, slapped a shin the water. water. The snakes committed suicide to save themselves from slaughter. slaughter. Patrick was a gentleman, born of decent people. people. Built a church in Dublin town and on it put a steeple. steeple. His father was a Gallagher, his mother was a Brady. Brady. His aunt was on O'Shaughnessy, his uncle was a Grady. Brady. 900,000 reptiles blew each arm, street discourses. Dined on them but Killaloo in soups and second courses. Blind ones crawling on the grass, disgusted all the nation. Send her down to hell with a holy spell. Save the situation!
came Battle Legs with another round for us from the very best of Battle Legs, Volume 1. Then Pochine with St. Patrick's Day Polkas. That's from my compilation, Irish Celtic Music, and also it's on their CD, Bofiguflukey. Both are great, so go check them out. And then, of course, Liz Madden finished it up the set with Banks of the Ohio from My Irish Home. This Saturday, upcoming shows this Saturday is uh, I'm at Pepper Place Farmer's Market in Birmingham, Alabama. Next week, I'll be at the Brown Coat Ball on Friday night uh, is the big uh, shindig with where Mikey Mason and I will be singing uh, Firefly Drinking Songs. And that's on uh, September 27th and 28th. And then October 11th, Interstellar Ginger Beer in Alabaster, Alabama, and October 12th at Brennan's Irish Pub. Coffee with the Kelp Father is every Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. It's currently showing on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And I think I finally got the all the technical issues worked out. Uh, now, the show has been running at 10 a.m. It is now running regularly at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. So keep that in mind. Um, and I hope you'll come join us for the one of those shows. Next up is Burning Bridget, Bridget Cleary. Burning Bridget Cleary with the Elfin Knight from Totes for Goats.
She kept, and as she slept, her pillow heard her moan. Oh, many's the lonely traveler who spent the night with me. There's no a man in all creation who gives content to me. Well, some can manage once or twice, or some make three or four. But it seems to me a rarity is the man who can do more. I'd do anything to find him in heaven or in hell. And as she spoke these words, sure she heard her front door bell. And the wind blew cold and lonely across that widow's moor. She never ever turned away a traveler from the door. So boldly ran the widow, and the door did open wide. And as she did, a tall and handsome stranger stepped inside. Well, she gave him bread and brandy, and when that he was fed, he said, My dear, now have no fear, it's time to come to bed. For I've heard your plea right down below, and I've come to see you right. But you must come to hell with me if I can last the night. She said, You randy devil, to this bargain I'll agree. For hell on earth or hell in hell, it's all the same to me. And the wind blew cold and lonely across that widow's moor. She never ever turned away a traveler from the door. 
Now as they fumbled in the bed, the devil he proved well, and he thought before the night would end that she'd be in his hell. Ah, but when he came to number nine, the widow cried out more, and when the twelfth time came around, the widow cried encore. At twenty-five, the devil felt compelled to take a rest, but the widow cried, come raise your head and put me to the test. At sixty-nine, the widow laughed again, again she cried, and the devil said, well, I can see just how your husband died. And the wind blew cold and lonely across that widow's moor, she never ever turned away a traveler from the door. At ninety-nine, the devil, he began to wail and weep. He said, I'll give you anything if you'll let me go to sleep. But before the morning light was up, the devil hobbled home. And the widow, still not satisfied, once more was left alone. She lay there on her pillow and she thought on ninety-nine. It's a pity that poor devil couldn't manage one more time. I'll call him up again tonight to see what can be done. With a little more application, we could make it to the ton. And the wind blew cold and lonely across that widow's moor. She never ever turned away a traveler from the door. But when she called to him that night, no devil did appear. For the first time in eternity, the devil he shook with fear. He said, of all the torments I witness here in hell, I never knew what pain was till I rang your front door bell. And the wind blew cold and lonely across that widow's moor. She never ever turned away a traveler from the door. And the wind blew cold and lonely across that widow's moor. She never ever turned away a traveler from the door. Give me one more stout before the final shout. You'll never get me out the door until I've had some more. Give me one more gin before I go home again. Can't you hear me screaming out for one more stout? Give me one more stout before the final shout. You'll never get me out the door until I've had some more. Give me one more gin before I go home again. Can't you hear me screaming out for one more stout? I went into the grove for a pint on Tuesday night. O'Leary started talking gin and we got into a fight. Bloodied on the floor But I pulled myself upon my stool Said I think I'll have one more Give me 
upon my dying bed. The prognosis it is grim, and my last rites have been read. The priest asks me gently if I'd anything to say. I said, St. Peter, better have a pint when he opens up the gate. Give me one more stout before the final shout.
as could be He was tall and strong And his hair was long Turned to kind eye unto me Oh, you'd never know What's a crossroads fair Could bring to a girl like me Who'd have known that I Filled with Irish fire Would have curtsied docilely He was just a man As I've said before No more, no less was he He was not a boy He was not a child And somehow
from my album Kilted for Her Pleasure, that was The Widow and the Devil, a uh, song by Mick Ryan. And I it's gotten really popular over on Spotify and Pandora, so I thought I'd share that here. And then came the Muckers with One More Stout from their same titled CD. Then Dylan Foley with The, the Discontented Man, Crabs in the Skillet, and Dancing Eyes from Delirious, Deliriously Happy, I Can't Speak. And finally, Melanie Grubin with Irish Fire. That is from a single, and I love her work. She's amazing. Um, go check her out. This podcast is listener-supported, so if you enjoy visiting the pub, please join the Gunrunners Club to get more podcasts, videos, bootlegs, concerts, and exclusive MP3s. I want to send a shout-out to some of our newest patrons, Andrew H., Bill M., David and Paulette G., Alan D., and uh, Moose. I really appreciate all all of you, you uh, most of them uh, either made new pledges in the past month and a half or they uh, raised their pledges. And I really appreciate you doing so because that you know makes all the difference in the world for me. That's how I make a, a living as a musician is through your generosity. Now, if you do enjoy the music in this show, then support the artists, buy their music and merch, follow them on Spotify, let them know what, how much you love what they are doing and tell a friend. And when I say tell a friend, what I'm talking about is creating a viral sensation. Every now and then I, I listen to a song like Melanie Grubin's song, Irish Fire, and I'm blown away by the songwriting and her incredible voice. And because of it, I, I tell you, I recorded that track and I shared it with you. And that's what it means to go viral. So if there's something that moves you, please do the same. You can tell a friend one-on-one -on -one or by email or rave about it on social, whatever. Your excitement and enthusiasm is, is really contagious and it, it gets, uh, so, you know, get excited if it's something that you love and share your excitement with someone else. And that's what viral is all about. Um, so thank you so much. And of course, if you have any questions or comments, you can uh, always send a message to the pub. And that is a very easy. Just send mark at markgun.com. Use the hashtag pubsong. And I'd love to, you know, hear what you're doing while listening to this podcast. Or if the show's inspired you, you know, let me know. I, I would greatly appreciate it. We're going to finish up the show with Rob Nagy and Bards. It's from our new album, I Will Not Sing Along. Next week is, uh, next Sunday, I guess it is, is Hobbit Day. That's uh, the day that Bilbo Baggins and Frodo Baggins shared their birthday. September 22nd. So uh, in their honor, and because this Wednesday at Coffee the Celt Father, I'll be doing a Hobbit Day songs. Uh, here is Seven Drunken Nights in Hobbiton. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you later. Slash. As I got home on Monday night, as drunk as drunk could be, I saw a horse outside my door where my horse ought to be. So I calls me wife and I says to her, Hey, wife! Will you kindly tell to me Who owns the horse outside my door Where my horse ought to be? Are you drunk, you drunk, you silly old fool So drunk you cannot see That's a lovely sow that my mother sent to me I've traveled the world all over A hundred miles or more But a saddle on a sow Sure, I've never seen before And as I got home on Tuesday night as drunk as drunk could be, I saw a coat behind my door, where my coat ought to be. So I calls me wife and I says to her, Hey wife! Will you kindly tell to me, who owns the coat behind my door, where my coat ought to be? Are you drunk, you drunk, you silly old fool, so drunk you cannot see? 
That's a lovely blanket that me mother sent to me I've traveled the world all over A hundred miles or more But buttons on a blanket sure I've never seen before And as I got home on Wednesday night As drunk as drunk could be I saw a pipe beside my chair Where my pipe ought to be So I calls me wife and I says to her Hey wife! Will you kindly tell to me who owns the pipe beside my chair where my pipe ought to be? Are you drunk, you drunk, you silly old fool, so drunk you cannot see? That's a lovely tin whistle that me mother said to me. I've traveled the world all over, a hundred miles or more, but tobacco and a tin whistle sure I've never seen before. And as I got home on Thursday night, as drunk as drunk could be, I saw two boots beneath the bed where my boots ought to be. So I calls me wife and I says to her, Hey, wife! Will you kindly tell to me who owns the boots beneath the bed where my boots ought to be? Are you drunk, you drunk, you silly old fool, so drunk you cannot see? That is two geranium pots me mother sent to me. I've traveled the world all over, a hundred miles or more, but laces on geranium pots I've never seen before. And as I got home on Friday night, as drunk as drunk could be, I saw a head upon the bed where my head ought to be. So I calls me wife and I says to her, Will you kindly tell to me who owns the head upon the bed where my head ought to be? Are you drunk, you drunk, you silly old fool, so drunk you cannot see? That's a lovely baby that me mother said to me. I've traveled the world all over, a hundred miles or more. But whiskers on a baby, sure, I've never seen before. Except maybe on Gimli, but that's a side thing. As I got home on Saturday night, as drunk as drunk could be, I saw two hands up on her breasts. Where my hands ought to be? So I calls me wife and I says to her, Hey, wife! Will you kindly tell to me Who owns the hands upon your breasts Where my hands ought to be? Are you drunk, you drunk, you silly old fool So drunk you cannot see That's a lovely nightgown that me mother sent to me I've traveled the world all over A hundred miles or more But fingers on a nightgown Sure I've never seen before And as I got home On Sunday night as drunk as drunk could be, I saw a lad sneaking out the back a quarter after three. So I calls me wife and I says to her, Hey, wife! Will you kindly tell to me who was the lad sneaking out the back a quarter after three? Are you drunk, you drunk, you silly old fool, so drunk you cannot see? That's a lowly hobbit that's journeyed recently from Bree. I've traveled the world all over, a hundred miles or more, but a sober hobbit awake at three I've never seen before. Thank you for listening. The Pub Songs Podcast was produced by Mark Gunn. If you enjoyed this episode, please support the musicians who support this podcast. Buy their music, then share the show. Special thanks to all of my patrons in the Gunrunners Club. Would you like five of my MP3s for free, plus get regular updates of what's new? Subscribe to this podcast and my newsletter at pubsong.net.